Comic Fam, you have hedged your bets. Moon Knight is coming next week, and we have an amazing CGC announcement moving books. Comic Fam, we're talking about the trending comics this week. Let's get into it. Another week, another list, and Overstreet Price Guide Advisor hit the like, slap the subscribe. We've been doing this video for nearly four years for the comic fam. Comment down below. It'll answer you to win this Omni-Man Invincible, Tyler Kirkham variant. And Russ, start him off at number 10. Number 10 on the list, Mark Spector Moon Knight number 36. We're seeing $8 average sales and $175 for a CGC 9.8. This is the issue where Mark Spector's brother, Randall, becomes Shadow Knight. Shadow Knight, a hookup from AIM, a new power suit so that he can become a darker version of Moon Knight. This is a sadistic character, someone that you don't want to meet up at your family event. However, this spec is surprisingly less about the Moon Knight debut next week and more about solicitations. A 500% increase in copies sold this week. There is a solicitation for Strange number four. This is where Clea is the new Sorcerer Supreme following the death of Doctor Strange. Well, we're seeing that the Blasphemy Cartel is going to be launching a new attack on the Sanctum Centaurum and they are bringing a villain. The reintroduction of Shadow Knight. We got writer Jed McKay, artist Marcelo Ferreira, taking on Strange, which has been a fun take on a new Sorcerer Supreme. This family reunion has got the community buzzing. Randall Spector already on spec radar because of the Ethan Hawke spec in the Moon Knight show. Are we going to see the brother of Mark Spector in this show? That's going to only make this that much more wanted, but clearly solicitation has moved this book up. At the list at number nine, we have Magnificent Ms. Marvel issue number 13. A new character as of 2020 that has come back up in worth since the initial drop. Keep in mind that this Trending 10 video is actually sourced from a larger list of Trending 20 on the Key Collector app. Russ, it's the best comic app in existence. Utilize Kotom 101 to unlock a free two-week subscription of the app in its entirety, but you should have this on your phone regardless because more than 95% of the app is free to use. You can catalog your comics, get suggested pricing, figure out approximately what your collection's worth, stay up on the rapidly moving marketplace, and back to talk about the first Marvel Arab American superhero seeing $20 average sales and $150 for a high sales set in February of a 9.8. A 200% increase in copies sold of the first appearance of Fadi Fadlala in comic books. Now, he is a high school teacher from Michigan. He's got superpowers and Marvel knew that this was going to be such a big appearance that they actually put Introducing Amulet on the first print and the second print covers. Now, this book spiked back when it first came out and then had kind of a bit of a lull. It's back up now because the show's coming out, but this is probably more of a long-term spec than something we're going to see in season Season one of Ms. Marvel. Fadi's powers derive from the amulet that's been passed down from a ancestor. And it's based in the Nazar symbol, an eye that Middle Eastern individuals wear to ward off the evil eye. So this right here is showing a similarity to what we're seeing in the trailer as it pertains to how Ms. Marvel's powers have been changed from the comics. In the comics, she is an inhuman that's powers manifest, but in the trailer, she has been gifted or finds bracelets from an ancestor that unleashes her powers or allows her to use said powers that are more akin to a Captain Marvel versus what we know her to be like more a Reed Richards type of character. 
Kamala's bracelets are being passed down through her family, which is a very big similarity to Fadi's. Will the similarity stop there? I want to hear what the community has to say about this in the comment section below, but not before we talk about number eight on the list. Venom Custom Edition number one, a comic you may not know of unless you went and saw Venom in 2018. $7 average sale and $105 for CGC 9.6 on the news that Tom Hardy is leaving the land down under with baby-eating dingoes to go to the land of Florida with baby-eating crocodiles. This is a 16-page promotional item that was distributed if you went and saw Venom back in 2018. And CGC is marketing this as the first and only private signing of collectibles that Tom Hardy's doing. And he hasn't just been an actor in the Marvel Universe. Get your Bane comics down to Florida too, comic fam. At $400 a book, I'm going to be thinking about it, but I don't know if my Vengeance of Bane is cool enough to get Tom Hardy to sign. This is what Brittany McManus had to say. This is the CGC Signature Series director. Having the ability to offer our fans the opportunity to add a genuine Tom Hardy signature to their collection is one of several factors that makes our relationship with Celebrity Authentic special, Brittany said. I want to know if you had one comic to send down there regardless of if you're gonna do it or not what you would pick to get signed by tom hardy at the list at numero seven we have moon knight issue number two 25 dollars average sales 250 dollars for cgc 9.8 this is the first appearance of dr arthur harrow who we see come and go in the moon knight run but in the closed captions of the moon knight trailer we see ethan hawk's character being called Arthur Harrow. That $250 high was set in February. This comic character came and went in one issue. Dr. Arthur Harrow is what we know Ethan Hawke's name's gonna be in the Moon Knight show because closed captions are a hell of a thing and that's what we saw in the trailer. This is a genius scientist trying to rid the pain sector from human beings' brains because he lives in so much anguish. He lives with so much pain every single day half of his face is paralyzed and this is a weird character to see spike up but because we know that that is the name of ethan hawk and who he's going to portray that's why this book is seeing the heights it has right before the moon Knight show drops next week 115 percent increase in copies sold on this already hot book next up on the list number six we have star wars shadows of the empire number three $15 average sales, a high set this month for a 9.8 CGC for 225 bones. Now, I absolutely feel vindicated right now. It's amazing because Christmas morning when I was very, very young, I remember wanting the Darth Vader and the Luke Skywalker toys. And you know what I got? I got the Forlom action figure and I got Pop Lou, who's like the tall Ewok. I mean, mom, I love you. You did a great job. I'm sure they were just sold at, you know, Jaffco, Besco, whatever Woolworth's place didn't have the action figures. But the fact that we are now talking about the first full appearance of Forlom in a comic book, it's amazing. We are actually rumored to see this robot bounty hunter on the new Obi-Wan Kenobi show on Disney+. Plus. An increase of 900% since these rumors started circulating this week. Hot damn, comic fam. This dream Droid would appear for the first time in Empire Strikes Back as essentially a set piece. He was there alongside of other bounty hunters to debut Boba Fett. That's really what the focus was, but it wasn't until the Dark Horse comics, till the books gave him more of a backstory. And this droid 
is awesome. So while Boba Fett is a primary and we have IG-88, Dengar, and Bosk as secondary, really, Forlom and Zuckus are tertiary bounty hunters. And that's the reason why Lucas was making as many action figures and I happened to get one. They were making action figures of every single character that they could. It's great that they expanded the mythos and it's really kind of cool when you look into Forlom's backstory how he was a protocol droid and then he kind of changed his own programming to be able to steal from people and then eventually be able to kill them. This gives droids way more purpose in the Star Wars universe. And now at the list at number five, we have Mystic Arcana Magic Number One, a glorious magic cover, by the way. $30 average sales, an increase of copies sold of 800% this week. This is the first appearance of the Egyptian god Amut in the Marvel mainstream universe. And with Moon Knight fast approaching, members have a strong feeling that we are going to see this ancient deity, the devourer of the dead. We got an 800% increase in copies sold this week. Now, Moon Knight has amazing ties to Egyptian mythology, and a lot of Egyptian mythology is based on the animals they had around. This demoness, Amit, is actually based on three of the largest man-eating ones. She had the front half of a lion, the rear half of a hippopotamus, and the head of a crocodile. We see the cane that Arthur Harrow is utilizing in the trailer. Two crocodile heads. We're also seeing a crocodile on the phone in the trailer. I think those are too on the nose to just not bring this character in. And that's why this book be spiking. We are in open enrollment for the April Mystery Mail Call. And have we got an awesome book for you. Link in the description to join the community, support what we do, and give me an excuse to send you comic books every single month. We've teamed up with one of the biggest artists right now, Peach Momoko, on one of the biggest independent comic books right now, Something is Killing the Children, issue number 21. We have two versions of the cover going out at random, one per box, not both. Link in the description, comictom101.com, and at the list at number four, we're talking Midnight Suns. Number four on the list, Ghost Rider number 31. We're seeing a $20 average sale and $300 for a CGC 9.8 on the first full team appearance of the Midnight Suns. An increase of 173% this week. Oscar Isaac and the whole Moon Knight crew, the whole Marvel crew, they're debuting the show. And during an interview, someone asked him, what do you think about the Midnight Suns? And he said, quote, it's an amazing amount of comics and it's cool. It would be a cool group to see, wouldn't it? Now that's a very vague quote, but we already know that we have heard Blade's voice and we know that the Morbius movie is coming out next week. Are we building towards Midnight Suns? I think we are. One of the things that Oscar Isaacs had said in recent interviews is that he was excited to take on the role of Moon Knight because it wasn't as integrated as the other Avengers and other Marvel movies and shows. Because it's so dark, it makes sense that we're going to see more of the supernatural, more of the occult, more characters such as Blade. And that excitement has the community buzz and pushing this book back up on our list this week. Comic fam, if you're paying attention, this next one is the second book on the list that is being spiked by a solicitation. You need to be paying attention to your previews catalog and your previews world website. So number three on the list, Star Wars number 16. This is the first appearance of Billard Valance, who is also known as Valance the Hunter. $25 average 
average sales and $81 for a CGC 9.2 on the new solicitation of Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 24, where we are bringing back Valance the Hunter as Darth Vader's new weapon. Being listed as the new secret weapon to Darth Vader, the GOAT, inevitably has brought him to the forefront of Star Wars collectors. This right here is a character we got to follow and keep an eye on. Now, Valance started out as an Imperial Stormtrooper, but then got injured very severely and had to be rebuilt as a cyborg. A lot of his story arc has to deal with the fact that he originally hated droids and he ended up getting rebuilt as one and learned how to love himself. Walt Simonson art, grab this comic book. It's out there in those back issue bins. You even got Jack's son, that green creature on the cover at the list at number two. We got Voltron number one from 1985, seeing $80 average sales and a $600 high for a CGC 9.8 set in March. However, there's other versions of this comic book that we got to discuss. There is a newsstand version that sold just in January, a 9.8 for 15 hundo. And that's not all. There's a $1 Canadian price variant that I think is super undervalued. We actually saw one go this month for only $142 for a CGC 9.2. Super, super low. But we have news this week that there is a new Voltron live action film coming. And this is great news for those of us that are Go 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 Lion fans because we've been having this in limbo for almost 20 years. Hollywood's been trying to put together a live action adaptation since the early 2000s. Butch loves Voltron and increased the copy sold of 833% this week. We have five robot lions, the defenders of the universe coming to a streaming service. What do you think about the comics that made this list? Comment down below. Yeah, if you do, it'll enter you to win this Omni-Man Tyler Kirkham Invincible number one variant at the list. At number one, we have New Avengers issue number 40, the number one most trending book this week because of more Amelia Clark rumors. Is the Queen of Dragons going to become the Queen of the Scrolls? Now, we've been talking about this book for quite some time. $30 average sales, $380 for a CGC 9.8 of the first print with the main cover. It's the first appearance of Varanki, the Scroll Queen, and we know scrolls are coming. But is it going to be Amelia Clark? An increase of copies sold of 1150% after rumors started circulating again for like the seventh time that Amelia Clark may be portraying Queen Varanki. We have a second print to talk about as well that took a shot from the inside of the book and put it on a wraparound cover featuring the Queen on the back for the first time. That at a 9.8 hit heights in January of $400. I found a listing, both cover A and the second print at a 9.8 selling for a combined total of $850. This book is hot. Now, Secret Invasion is all about the mystery. Who's a Skrull? Who's not a Skrull? And we've been talking about Amelia Clark being cast in the MCU for quite some time. But we talked about her potentially being Spider-Woman or Abigail Brand or Quake. This is the closest we've come to a confirmation with her actually being cast as Varanki. Debuting in 2008, courtesy of Brian Michael Bendis. We have not heard much about this series. However, Samuel L. Jackson just did an interview and actually gave some of the first commentary from the set about Amelia. This is what he had to say. Amelia? Amazing. It's like, come on, man. You walk on the set and you go, okay, that's the queen of dragons. She's so tiny. She's like a fairy. You want to hold her. It's a little weird, but 
Got me excited regardless. There are so many incredible keys in this new Avengers run, and people were roundly ignoring it for a while, and you gotta be up on it. Make sure you're using your Key Collector app. That's right, and be up on your Disney+. Plus. We got Moon Knight around the corner. Get your tickets to Morbius, and as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Every single Wednesday, join myself, the Comic Sensei. It's your boy, Jim Mint. Jam Mint, Danielle from Nerdy Girl Comics, Skeleton Key Comics, Rage Theo, my dad, the Golden Age Guru. We got the whole crew, the Whatnot Wednesday Squad, doing dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long on the best new app to buy and sell comic books, Whatnot. Link in the description, and we got two other videos for you to check out. Have a great weekend. Peep those videos. We made them for you.